mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. We are at a different location. We're in North Carolina, Steve and I, on the road. A friend of ours who'd been doing a podcast from the past, Tim Spees, retiring from the Secret Service, invited us down here to spend a couple days with him, enjoy his company and all his friends. During the course of all this activity, I bumped into some martial artists, which I knew I would, but I also bumped into a private investigator that has quite um, a background like I do, but that's not what we're going to talk about. What we got into was I learned that he's a triathlete, correct? That is correct. That's okay, right. So I know Danny for about seven and a half minutes at this point because I told him during the course of the conversation, I said, stop right now. I said, we got our equipment with us. You got to just get on the show and talk about what motivates you. You started listening to our podcast. How old are you? I'm 59. You're 59. So you are a triathlete, and you just did the... Yeah, Ironman Florida on November 2nd, 2019 in Panama City. All right. So hold on. Pat, you got to get this now. Anybody knows what Ironman is, it's 2.4-mile point... swim out in the Gulf, a 112-mile bike, and then a full marathon, 26.2-mile run yeah that's amazing it is and he's 59 wow um i i just you know and we what motivated you to do this why do you do it that's what really hit me that became crystal clear as to what you needed to what i needed to hear and what you need to say well tell you the truth tim you know a lot of things motivate me and everyone is well, you and i talked those seven and a half minutes that was since we met we each other you know everyone has a story and certainly I have mine. You know, I'm first uh, the, probably the most grateful for my health and have a wonderful family. And it certainly starts with that. My wife and kids certainly support me in my hobbies. And trust me, when I see triathlons, that's a recreational hobby. But I've been doing it now about 10 years. Um, throughout my 10 years, help some charities along the way. Make-A-Wish Foundation, Children's Tumor Foundation, and this most recent one this year through the Myeloma Foundation um, so raise some funds and I got a lot of exercise along the way. Tim, something else you don't even know about though. You stepped away for just a few moments. We were talking about different locations along the beach and where to go and where to check out things. And he whispered something. He looked over his shoulder and he said, Oh, I got to be quiet about this. I've been married 35 years. So clearly he's doing something right in that category. We talk about that faith, family, family, yeah. friends, spirituality. But uh, he said, I still get in trouble every once in a while. Now, obviously, he's being facetious. But what that shows is the respect Sir. for his wife and the love. Absolutely. And, and that's what that is. Well, the companionship. And I think one, one thing he mentioned to me was that the reason he does these triathlons, um, I was under the impression that he was doing some mini, what they call mini triathlons. But these are full scope triathlons. Just think about this. For those of you that swim, 2.4 miles in the water. And then you get on a bike, and you do 112 miles on a bike. And then after that, you run a full marathon. But the reason you do it, you said for your health, but the reason you do it, too, is for the camaraderie and the fellowship and all the good stuff. And you need also a weight event. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I picked up on, and because your podcast was shared with me and that I related with it, because it's some of the same factors that I live by each and every day is, you know, when talked about vent, um, you know, it gives me a chance to really truly release and put everything from a work and a professional aspect to the side and truly stay spiritually and just be out in nature 
and enjoy every moment of it. But the camaraderie, being around, surrounded around positive people, being inspired by so many people that have, you know, everything from a limited ability as far as uh, maybe some handicapped issues to see them out there trying, you know, and I'm thinking, why not me too? It's really humbling to me to be part of that, I guess, family. And whether it's a triathlon or an Ironman or a 5K, 10K, you know, it motivates me just to be around positive people because I feel like we're all in that great big family. Everybody's out there. They're enjoying it. They got smiles on their face. They're cheering you. They're patting you on the back. And regardless of your age, you know, whether you're 15, 18, 28, 68, or 80, they're out there and we're all supporting it, you know. And there are a few in there that are in it, certainly to, to I guess, as I say, the, in it to win it. You know, for me, I always say if you can do anything in any of those levels and you get to the start line, you train for it, you got there healthy, and you finish healthy, you accomplish the mission, you accomplish the goal. And then anything else in between, whether the time was better than you did or less, you know, that's just even better, I guess. Um, but I'm very grateful. And I came back, took a few days off, started training again, and looking forward to the next event. Watching you talk, you follow the same description as everybody else that comes on this show. You have a spark. And that spark turns into a fire, especially when it lights everybody up around us. It didn't take long for me to pick you out in the group of 50, 60 people. I mean, I don't care what you think about politics or what your religion is, what your background is. The spark goes way beyond that. And it unifies us, actually energizes and inspires us to do what you're doing. Because that's why this whole podcast is created, is to get everybody up on their feet and get them moving. And if you're going to fall, fall forward, don't fall backwards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I truly <laughs> learned that too, Tim, is that, you know, I'm a firm believer is, you know, what's happened has happened. It's time to move forward. Quit looking out, I guess, the rear view mirror and, and look out the windshield is, uh, is cool. a kind of my, my uh, philosophy on that. And, you know, certainly I've done my share of falling and getting back up and wiping the knees off and go again. But that's part of the life experiences. I love it. I mean, it's just so inspiring because you can be a thousand miles from home meet gentlemen and, and people like this and that gives you faith in humanity and inspiration to keep on going that there are others out there with the same concept and you know when you think the world is bad it's an evil place and all kinds of you hear on the news all the ugliness that's going on and then like you said you pick him out out of 50 60 people and i saw it too across the room and i could tell from your body language tim that oh this guy is somebody i got to meet as well and i knew it so it's a pleasure to meet you sir thank you well, for being on the podcast certainly appreciate it um, i'm very grateful you guys want to take the opportunity to talk I learned tremendous about the the little bit of time that I've shared, already looked at you guys' podcast. It was quite impressive and uh, quite motivating and actually <laughs> made me go get on my bike and go out and ride some. Well, it was I, inspiring. <laughs> before, we, before we lose you and before you go on your way and, and we go on ours, and I don't know if I'll ever see you again. I really don't. But I know I will have the memory. Um, when you're doing that 2.4, because I do a lot of water in the ocean, and I'm I'm lucky if I can get it to 400 yards. <laughs> and I don't know when you hit 2.4 miles, when you start a swim where it's cold, rainy or whatever, it gets in your head. Or when you finally have to jump on that bike and know that you have 112 miles. And then after you get off that bike, you got to finish with a full marathon. Doesn't it ever get in your head to quit? Well, Tim, it, it absolutely, I'd be straight up telling you a lie if you didn't think in, in your mind. The momentum is as simple, really put it as this, is you never, ever give up. You never stop. And I'll tell you, when you do that kind of distance, it's likely that you're going to run in some dark times throughout some part of that event. Personally, for me, I had some dark moments. You know, I had a decent swim, a respectful swim for me. Uh, you know, swimming 2.4 miles 
in the Gulf or in any ocean water, and I've done them on the Atlantic, I've done them on the Gulf, um, is a challenge. There's no if and buts about it. Um, you know, but it's also one of the most wonderful experiences. It's the same thing in the Gulf. The water is clear. You're swimming with nature. I think it's one of the most amazing opportunities. But I don't look at it, and it's just I don't focus on the, the bike or the run at that time. It's strictly on the swim. When I complete the swim, I'm thinking about transition time. I move from the transition into the bike. And on the bike, I had a really respectful, even though we had some good headwinds. But, again, I'm thinking about we're in the good Lord's glorious world, taking advantage of all the sites for 112 miles you know, being motivated by other participants along the way, all the volunteers, all the other individuals it takes to put on any type of an event of that size. But I came into a problem when I came into my run. I had some GI issues, gastrointestinal issues, likely reflecting back on what caused it, was probably taking in a little bit too much substance as far as like bars and some gels and throughout that entire 26.2 mile, I didn't drink any Gatorade. I didn't drink any water. The savior to that was the good Lord and chicken broth. It's a true story. I drank little sips of chicken broth, probably intermittent, but no water, no Gatorade, no food for 26.2 miles. So I had some dark moments on that run. When you say when you say dark moments, it gets in your head. Absolutely. Every athlete. Dark has moments. That. Every but, person has that. Yeah, absolutely. You have some dark moments. But there was one thing that kept me going, truly. I think about family, supporters, charity, why I'm out there, my inspiration, the burn in my belly, why I'm going to do it and why I'm going to finish it. And it keeps me motivated. So when I'm out there and I'm running through neighborhoods and villages and through the towns, I'm running now between mailboxes, maybe fast walk. But I kept moving. You just keep moving. You just keep doing it because you know that the finish line is coming. The finish line's coming. You're talking about a triathlon, but I'm hearing your words, and you're really talking about life because we all have dark moments in life. And you keep moving forward, and you do it for all the others that rely on you and count on you and to inspire others and to pay it forward and to move forward and not look back in the rearview mirror like you said. He just put it so eloquently. We get weak within ourselves. It's good to look for others and also think that you're not just here by yourself. You're doing it for other reasons that go way beyond and much more powerful than yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Attacking life, not others, from Top Sail Beach in North Carolina on the road. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com.